Welcome, everybody, to today's episode of The Jadava Show. This is your host, Jacob Valier. It is a very packed Wednesday show. I was meaning to come on Monday, but I did not. I was busy, and thank goodness I did not, because goodness gracious, there was a lot of news in the NFL world for today. Uh, today is Wednesday, the first day of February 2023. Um, wow, is the, really the biggest thing that I have to say, because goodness gracious, uh, a lot to get into. Um, namely, the first topic of discussion is early this morning, a tweet by Tom Brady, uh, was sent out and uh, Brady announced to the world that he is retiring from the National Football League after 23 seasons, 20 with the Patriots, three with the Buccaneers. Um, I actually got a notification on my phone from a year ago today when Brady first announced that he was retiring, only to come back 40 days later. Brady released the news uh, last year on this day, and I was convinced that, okay, that's it. Tom Brady's done. Um, and, uh, I was fairly, cause I believe Tom Brady when he says things. Um, so I had a podcast episode a year ago. If you want to listen to that, check it out. I eulogized Tom Brady's career. So I'm not going to be doing that today. Um, other than a few things, but yeah, on the one year anniversary of his phony retirement, I think this one is legit. Um, last year when he retired, a lot of people came out of the woodwork when Brady retired, um, that they don't believe it. It's they don't believe that this is actually real that he's going to retire. Um, I I believed it, but a lot of people didn't, and they had good reason to. It started coming out that Tom Brady was really only retiring to finagle his way out of Tampa Bay to play for the Miami Dolphins this past season. The Dolphins were going to trade for Sean Payton. They were going to trade for Tom Brady, um, and they were going to take a huge swift stab at a Super Bowl this year. Um, and then the Brian Flores lawsuit about, uh, you know, racial hirings in the NFL for head coaches came out and that sort of nixed the whole Brady and Peyton to Miami thing. And Brady was like, well, that was really the only reason I retired. So he still had the itch to come back to play. So he came out of retirement and came back to play for Tampa Bay this season. Um, but then you look at this season and Brady just did not look right. He averaged, I mean, it was, it was, I mean, you really don't even need to look at statistics to know that Tom Brady was not on his A game this year. He wasn't as good as he usually is. Uh, you know, he still threw for a lot of yards, you know, 4,600 yards. Um, he set an NFL record for completions and attempts, but he also averaged 6.4 yards per attempt. Uh, which was the fewest he had in a single season in his career. He went 8-10 and 10 as a starter, if you include the playoffs, his worst single-season record ever. Um, and he just had so many bad games. It was just so unlike him. And the way he looked in that playoff loss to Dallas, I mean, I, I went to bed that night after watching the Cowboys just eviscerate Brady and the Bucks, and I thought, that just felt like that's what, that's what, it, that's what it should be, Right? It just feels like that's Brady's last game. It just doesn't look to me like he's the kind of guy that is going to come back and still be a Super Bowl contending quarterback next year. I remember years ago, Tom Brady was asked about retirement, and he had a quote where he basically said, when I suck, I'll retire. And Brady kind of sucked this year. I mean, he wasn't atrocious, 25 touchdowns, 9 picks, but a 90.7 passer rating was bottom, bottom 12 in the NFL this year. 
Um, you know, it it was just he had the lowest yards per attempt in his career, one of the lowest passer ratings of his career. He had to throw the ball a ton because he just had a lot of negative game scripts. Um, you know, t- Tom Brady has a podcast. This is for all the people that think Tom Brady isn't faking and he's not really done. Um, he has a podcast with Jim Gray and Larry Fitzgerald called the Let's Go Podcast. And he said throughout the season, you know, when I'm done or when I'm ready to retire, it's final. Or whatever decision I have this off season, it's final. Um, so if he wanted to come back and play, he was not going to say, yeah, I'm going to come play, sign with the team, and then midway through the season or even in training camp decide, you know what, I really don't want to, I really don't want to play. Um, and if he retires, he's like, well, I'm not going to wake up in the middle of training camp and decide to sign with the team because I miss it. Like, I'm, it, it's final. He keeps saying it. You can look it up. So he retires. Um, and a lot of people are still a little bit skeptical. I think this time it's for real. Brady's done. Um, and it's for good reason. Obviously, I just mentioned this last year in Tampa. It wasn't, it didn't look very good. But also, if he were to re-sign with Tampa or go somewhere else, what were his options? Resign in Tampa with Todd Bowles as your coach, and you know it's not exactly like your roster is really talented. I mean, I'm sure Brady would have considered leaving. Uh, go to Vegas where you're in the same division as Tom Brady and Justin Herbert that you got to play four times. By the way, Sean Payton and Russell Wilson just teamed up. We'll get into that in a second. Who knows if that's pretty? But still, Sean Payton. You got Andy Reid and Sean Payton in your division, and you're got to you got to move across the country. Brand new teammates you know, brand new environment, new owners, new everything. At 46, uh, what about 49ers? Well, there's a chance that some players might retire, like Trent Williams. Um, you got to go across the country, learn a whole new system, you know, learn a whole new set of teammates that you've never played with before. Uh, do you want to go to Miami? You got Josh Allen in the division. Um, you've got Mike McDaniel as your coach. It's a whole new system. Uh, you got Belichick's defense in the in the division. It just sounded it, to me. It seemed like a lot. He wasn't going to go back to Tampa. I just didn't think another team really was that appealing to him. He didn't have great options. So that's another reason why this is a good time to retire. Listen, it rarely ends super well for players when they retire. Uh, Peyton Manning's last year in the league, it looked like he couldn't even throw a pass. And that's one of the greatest of all time. It didn't look. It just wasn't pretty. Brett Favre was an Ironman, struggled with injuries his last year in the league, threw a lot of interceptions. He always did, but he just never seemed right his last year in the league. He didn't retire at the top of his game. Peyton Manning didn't. Drew Brees could barely throw a ball 15 yards down the field when he retired. Uh, Eli Manning, Ben Roethlisberger, Phillip Rivers, they all looked like shot fighters at the end of their career. Matt Ryan right now looks like a shot fighter at the end of his career. Heck, in the NBA... Kobe Bryant, his last two or three years in the league, was just not a very efficient player, not a very good player. Um, uh, Michael Jordan, last two years in the league, was with the Wizards. He didn't even make the playoffs and had the fewest points per game average of his career in Washington. You know, like, it didn't end gracefully. Derek Jeter, I know he had a few nice moments at the end, you know, with you know walk-off hits, but, I mean, hey, it, at the end of his career, he couldn't really hit like he used to. He wasn't as reliable a shortstop as he once was. 
wasn't at the top of his game. Dan Marino's last game in the NFL, he lost to the Jaguars 62-7 to in a playoff game. That was the last memories we have of Dan Marino. Um, John Elway, yeah, he won a couple of Super Bowls, but the running game and defense were a big part of it. I mean, John Elway was not the same player at the end. You could just tell. You could watch it and you're like, well, he's being carried. Peyton Manning was being carried. Tom Brady just isn't good and as good as he used to be at age 45. And that's okay. Not a lot of guys are at the end of their careers. Not a lot of guys win MVP and win the Super Bowl and then retire. It just doesn't work like that. You know, a lot of guys have to be at the complete end of themselves to retire. It You have to drag them off the field or they have to be so bad that they know that they just can't do it anymore. Tom Brady had to be dragged off the field one last time. You know, it's over. And the most astounding thing about Tom Brady, and I'll end my Brady spiel with this because it's over and Brady's never coming back. I firmly believe it. You know, he, he said in his in his video, I'm retired for good this time. Um, he said on his podcast all off season, yeah, I'm done. Um, or when I'm done, I'm done. I'm not going to you know, retire on unretire like I did last time. I don't think he wants to be Michael Jordan and Brett Favre in that department. Um, but Tom Brady really had three Hall of Fame careers. Some guys don't have one. I think Tom Brady had three in one career. So his first eight years in the NFL, Brady, or yeah, his first eight, Brady really graduated from efficient game manager. He was kind of like an Alex Smith when he won his first few Super Bowls and became the dominant. He was Peyton Manning by the end of that eight, first eight years. So in his first eight years, he won three Super Bowls and four trips, two Super Bowl MVPs, 197 touchdown passes. He was outstanding. Um, from 2009 to 2015, the next seven years, you know, Tom Brady's first eight years, not even 200 touchdowns, but he had three Super Bowls, two Super Bowl MVPs. He's a Hall of Famer, but nobody's talking about Brady's all-time great. Well, 08, tears his ACL, comes back in 09. Those next seven years, he won another Super Bowl. He threw for another 35,000 yards, made eight more Pro Bowls, and threw 259 more touchdowns. Okay, now he's he's approaching GOAT status. And then 2016 to 2022... Three more Super Bowls, two more Super Bowl MVPs. He proved he could win without Belichick. He proved he could win and win Super Bowls and win MVPs in his 40s and proved that he could do it and play till he was 45. Yeah, he really had three Hall of Fame careers in one. I mean, if you take away his first eight years, you take away 2000 to 2007, you take those eight years away and just go his last 14 years, he won four Super Bowls with two Super Bowl MVPs, or three Super Bowl MVPs, rather, threw for another 45-plus thousand yards and over 300 touchdown passes just in his last 14 years. That's a Hall of Fame career. That's not to mention the first eight years. It's unbelievable. My hat is tipped to him. He absolutely frustrated me when he played, but I got to give it up. I got to show my respect because there will never, truly never be another player uh, like Tom Brady. Um, okay. So I did want to touch a bit on the uh, AFC and NFC championship games. We'll get to that next, but uh, or after this. But I did want to hit real quick on the two head coaching hirings that we had yesterday. Sean Payton is the new head coach of the Denver Broncos. 
Um, he's being traded from the his rights are being traded from the Saints to Denver. Um, the Broncos are giving up a first and second next or this draft and a fourth round pick in next year's draft uh, just so they can have Sean Payton. Now they already have given up a ton of draft capital for Russell Wilson, so they really won't have any draft picks this year. And they're a team that probably should. They were five and twelve a year ago offensively. They were in the toilet. Um, I think this is an overrated hire. I think when players or coaches retire and then come back after, it doesn't even have to be just one year, but like substantial amount of years, we just assume the best is going to happen. When Michael, I already mentioned, when Michael Jordan came out of retirement for the Wizards, Wizards fans thought, okay, well, Michael Jordan's here. We're going to win the championship every year with Michael Jordan. Well, he's taken a lot of years off. He's not the same player that he once was. Um, and he came back and he wasn't nearly as good because he was older. And you know, But our memories of Michael Jordan indicated that, well, he should be better because he's Michael Jordan. But Michael Jordan was declining late. Even in his final championship years, he was not the same player. He was getting older. But we forgot about that because time sort of heals our wounds. Um... You know, like, I don't know. I think this hire, Sean Payton is great. You know, he won a Super Bowl. He made it, Drew Brees into an MVP quarterback. Heck, he went 5-0 and with Teddy Bridgewater as his quarterback. Sean Payton's great. And this is exactly the hire Denver needs because Denver was never going to woo a young coordinator and, you know, that is looking for a head coaching job. You know why? Because this job kind of stinks on paper. No cap space, no draft picks. Uh, declining quarterback who looked completely washed last year. It just doesn't, and, and they can't move off of him. Looked like a terrible job to take it. They needed a Sean Payton, and they needed to give him a $20, 25000000 million contract annually. Um, but the more I think about it, the more I think Sean Payton is kind of the same exact coach as Mike McCarthy. Think about it. Sean Payton and Mike McCarthy have both been head coaches in the NFL for 16 seasons. 16 seasons in New Orleans for Sean Payton, 16, uh, 13 in Green Bay, and 3 in Dallas for Mike McCarthy. They're the same guy. Sean Payton's record, 152 and 89. Mike McCarthy's, 155 and 97. Oh, wow. Those are like the same thing. Actually, Mike McCarthy has more wins than Sean Payton. Oh, okay. Um, Sean Payton was 9 and 8 in the playoffs in New Orleans. Mike McCarthy was 10 and 9. Both had four losing seasons in 16 years. Both had just one Super Bowl despite having a Hall of Fame generational quarterback. McCarthy had Aaron Rodgers, Sean Payton had Drew Brees. Both made it to the Super Bowl once in 16 years. Think about Sean Payton's last 12 years in the NFL as a head coach. 2010. So this is this is every year post Super Bowl for Sean Payton. 2010, first year. Went one and done in the playoffs. Lost to Seattle, who was under 500 and had old Matt Hasselbeck starting. So one and done lose, losing in the playoffs to a losing team, or a team with a losing record. 2011, made it to the divisional round, lost to Alex Smith and company. Yeah, Alex Smith and the 49ers. Drew Brees got outdueled by Alex Smith. 2012, suspended the whole year because of Bounty Gate. That's Sean Payton's fault. Suspended the whole year, unavailable to his team. 
2013, makes it to the playoffs, makes it to the divisional round where he loses to Russell Wilson and the offense doesn't show up. 2014 through 2016, three straight years of missing the playoffs. 2017 rolls around. Um, <clears throat> makes it to the, to the divisional round, loses to Case Keenum in the Minneapolis Miracle. Case Keenum. Uh, 2018, makes it to the NFC Championship. First time in a decade, back in the NFC Championship game, lose a heartbreaker to Jared Goff and the Rams at home. Okay, there's one NFC Championship. 2019, goes one and done and loses to Kirk Cousins at home in the first round of the playoffs as a heavy favorite. One and done. 2020, Drew Brees last year, they go one and done again, losing this time to... Tom Brady and the Bucks. 2021 is last year. They don't make the playoffs with Jameis Winston and Trevor Simeon and Taysom Hill. That's it. That's the last 12 years of Sean Payton in New Orleans. Three years he missed the playoffs. Four years he missed the playoffs if you want to include Bounty Gate. But at one point the Saints missed the playoffs in four out of five years, including three straight losing seasons. They went one and done in the playoffs by my count, three times. Only made it to the NFC Championship game once. Keep in mind, the whole time, he had Drew Brees. Drew Brees had him the whole time. And Drew Brees had a year without Sean Payton. He still threw for nearly 5,000 yards and over 30 touchdowns. Drew Because Drew Brees is great. And Sean Payton's great. But are we sure he's not just Mike McCarthy with more... Because he took a year off, and he was on Fox, and he had all of these great... I mean, he's on Colin Cowherd's show every week. He was on the pregame show on Fox, and he sounds so insightful. And he's an offensive-minded coach. So we, we tend to remember him more as an offensive genius. And he was very smart. But is he really that different than Mike McCarthy, who we all love to lambast and talk about how it, how stupid he is or are they kind of the same guy I, I tend to think that they're the same guy so he's going to Denver because he got traded there's no draft picks there's no cap space and he's stuck with Russell Wilson for at least two more years Russell Wilson looked like a player in steep decline last year you could blame Nathaniel Hackett but was Nathaniel Hackett missing passes and throwing gut-wrenching interceptions all season no, I think that was Russell Wilson. I don't know. It's going to have to take a minute. And Russell Wilson, he's not getting younger. He's going to be 35 next year. And players like Russell Wilson, they age quickly. Cam Newton aged quickly. Ben Roethlisberger aged quickly. I think Josh Allen's going to age quickly. Russell Wilson's aged very quickly. I don't know. Colin Kaepernick aged in a day. Like, it was night and day. He was great, unbelievably athletic. And then he came back one year and just was not nearly the same player. That's what Sean Payton has now in Russell Wilson. Could it work? Sure. But he's going to have to deal with Mahomes and Herbert twice a year. A combined four times a year. Las Vegas, they got talent. Who knows if they go out and get Jimmy Garoppolo. The Raiders could win some games next year. That's his division. It's not like New Orleans where he's got Tampa Bay to feast on. Or some years he had Atlanta to feast on. Some years he even had Carolina to feast on. No, he doesn't have anybody that he can just sort of attack this year in the in the division. He happens to have the best quarterback of all time, maybe, in his division. And Justin Herbert under Kellen Moore's tutelage in his division. Just saying. 
Um, and then also D'Amico Ryans is the new head coach of the Houston Texans. I like, there's, there's parts of it I like, and there's parts of it I don't. I like that he's a, he's a, uh, you know, a young guy. He's played for the Texans before. He's going to have job security in Houston, and he'll have the number two overall pick. To me, it seems like a slam dunk. Like, to me, it's, it seems like this is the kind of guy that players are going to want to play for, and Houston is that much more attractive as a result. I don't like it because it's the wrong side of the ball in the 2023 era of NFL football. He's a defensive-minded coach. Usually defensive-minded coaches taking over a rebuild. They last longer. Brian Dable took over a rebuild, and in year one, they're in the playoffs winning a playoff game in Minnesota. That's one year. He's an offensive coach. One year of a rebuild, boom, turned it around. Nick Sirianni, offensive-minded coach. Year one of a rebuild, turned it around, made the playoffs. Year two, made it to the Super Bowl. That's how. That's fast. Robert Sala takes over rebuild, and we're still rebuilding, entering year three. Ron Rivera turned uh, entered a, a rebuild in Washington, and we're entering year four, and we're still rebuilding. So I don't love that, but, you know, it's a good hire. He was well sought after for good reason. Uh, okay, so there you have it, my thoughts on that. The NFC and AFC Championship game, it's weird that I'm not starting off with that. I'm actually ending with it, but the NFC and AFC Championship games were this past weekend. The Eagles beat the 49ers 31-7. to That game was completely boring. Uh, the 49ers lost Brock Purdy early in the game to a, uh, elbow injury. Josh Johnson, uh, Washington commander's legend, Redskins legend, Josh Johnson came in. He got a concussion in the, uh, early in the third quarter. And so, uh, they had to put Brock Purdy with a horrible throwing elbow back in there. And, uh, they had, they were completely one dimensional, couldn't throw the football and the Eagles were absolutely dominant in the second half. Uh, so the Eagles win the NFC. They're going to the Super Bowl. AFC Championship, the Chiefs beat the Bengals. Uh, I believe the final score was 23-20. to 20. Uh, I believe I misquoted that on my notes, but um, well, who am I kidding? I don't, I don't take notes. Chiefs, yeah, the Chiefs win 23-20 to 20 over, the bang, over the Bengals. Um, yeah, it, it, to me it seemed like the referees favored Kansas City big time. I mean, the Chiefs got some calls that were kind of ludicrous. There was even a holding call on the play that they laid hit out of bounds, but that laid hit out of bounds ultimately cost Cincinnati the game. The The replayed third down didn't cost Cincinnati the game. The um, intentional grounding at the end of the game didn't cost them the game because it set up third and 16 that Joe Burrow and the Bengals converted. Um, the Chiefs are the better team that Patrick Mahomes is the better quarterback. I know people want to say Joe Burrow might be better. People at one point this year were saying Josh Allen might be better. No, Mahomes is the best. Mahomes is the best, and he deserves to be playing in this game. That's my, I mean, I don't have a huge analysis. It was not a kind of an underwhelming NFC and AFC championship game, but it will be the Chiefs and the Eagles in the Super Bowl. I know I'm rooting for Kansas City because of my NFC East alliance with the Eagles uh, or uh, hatred towards the Eagles. Um, I think this game has a lot riding for it on Patrick Mahomes. Um, if he wins this game, he's a two-time Super Bowl champ. Um, and all of a sudden, his legacy is starting to be built. Then he's 2-1 and one in the Super Bowl instead of 1-2. and two. That's a big deal. Um, this is a big one for Andy Reid. Uh, he wins this game. He's one of the great coaches of all time. Two-time Super Bowl winning head coach. And he beats his former team, the Eagles. Because if they win, the Eagles win, then they've won two Super Bowls post-Andy Reid. Reid's only won one. And they've done. They've replaced Reed with two different coaches. Two of them 
were Super Bowl champs, Nick Sirianni, Doug Peterson, so if Nick Sirianni wins this game. So, um, you know, there you go. That's, in my opinion, the game is bigger for the Chiefs. Obviously, if the Eagles win, it's huge for their city, everything. But the Chiefs have two guys where it's a legacy game, Andy Reid and Mahomes, because to be as good as they are, you can't just win one. you got to win multiple. Um, so there you have it. Um, that's my thought on that. I'll have more Super Bowl analysis probably next week when it gets closer to the big game. One football game left uh, in the 2022 NFL season. I am obviously very sad. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself for the next seven months, but I will figure something out. Obviously, the NFL season never truly ends. We got free agency, we got the draft, we got everything. You know, trades are going to happen. Big news is going to happen. It, it, the NFL's the best. You know, it's lapped the field with the NBA. So, um, yeah. Tom Brady's retired. Sean Payton's the coach from the Broncos. We got a Chiefs Eagles Super Bowl. Oh, what a day and what a week we have and a lot of great stories to talk about in the league. And um, that is my thoughts on that. If you tuned in, I'm glad you did. Um, and there you have it. This has been the Jadavis Show. I'm your host, Jacob Valliere. Have a great rest of your week. We'll see you next week for a Super Bowl preview. And yeah, have a great rest of your week, everybody.